Okay, with Mike Waugh, uh, Magnetic is the short film, winner of Best Film at the Crime Mystery Film Festival. Really cool film, uh, takes you in, and it's got a really cool twist to it as well. So congratulations on the film. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it really meant a lot to us to get it. So uh, we're very pleased. So you are, you are, this is your first film that you directed, correct? Yes. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless you count the sort of student films I did in my 20s, but... Um, there was a couple of things at the university, but it's the first proper, proper film. That, that so let's just, let's say that you're, we won't reveal your age, but let's say you're not in your 20s anymore. So what, what kind of propelled you to finally like take the leap and direct a short film? Yeah. So I think the, the, the main thing was, and I'm sure you'll, you'll appreciate this, is like production never ends. It, you, you get stuck in production hell for years on end. So I've been writing quite a few scripts. Um, couple of features and a few short films and a few of the short films were picked up so there were a few directors that said okay we're, good, we're definitely going to make this okay and then the years went by and nothing happened and I just thought you know what I could be waiting for yeah <laughs> I could be waiting for decades that this happened so it was really kind of born out of that really just a bit of frustration thinking well it's a shame not to get any of these things actually made you don't want a script just to just to stay a script right yeah um so yeah so I thought I'd take the leap and uh and go for it so you kind of just wanted to be a writer and then kind of like work work in the industry and then all of a sudden like because nothing was happening you're like okay I'm just going to direct this film myself. Yeah, the reluctant director. <laughs> I think that's, that's fair to say. I mean, I had directed stuff before, so um, I worked at BBC a long, long time ago, um, but it was all fairly low key, low key stuff. Gotcha. Um, so you know what you're doing. You understand the camera. The- I understood the yeah, the, the the basic the basic process I kind of understood. Um, okay, so you wrote yeah. the screenplay. Like, so why of all the screenplay shorts that you wrote, why why did you choose this one to, to direct? Because um, so as soon as I started thinking and getting my head around actually making a short film, suddenly the locations change and the logistics change and what you write changes massively because you're thinking. How practical is it? You know, sure. anything with a crowd scene will be cut immediately. And there's there's, there's lots of kind of um, considerations you, that you're thinking through as you make it. Yeah. Um, so why this one? Because it was going to be relatively simple. I wouldn't say it was simple, but it was going to be relatively simple to shoot. Um, small number of key characters um, and a small number of locations as well. Yeah. So so that was, that was the reason for this one. So I, I wrote it specifically in mind thinking, okay, look, if this doesn't get picked up, I'll direct this one. And there's another British director. I don't know if you know who he is, but he made a film about dreams as well. Uh, I think his name is Christopher Nolan. So it's like, I guess it's like a London or British thing to do, I guess. I think the, uh, the whole thing about dreams has been covered so many times different before. So I wanted to make sure there was something different about it. Yeah, uh, in, in, in the way. Turns and like, where are we going with this? Who's the antagonist? Who's the protagonist? It's all like kind of flip, flips on its head, I guess, right? Yeah, that's, it's exactly right. So I wanted to do a story which was as symmetrical as possible, where where the start and the end were, you know, a complete inversion of one another. Um, so so showing a sort of full transformation all the way through. Yeah, and really, it's only a couple of locations too, as you described. Like in terms of logistics, it's like the office, psychiatrist's office, and you got some outdoor scenes with the dreams, I guess, too, right? And the uh, the, the derelict house, which um, turned out to be more of a mission than I thought it would be to, yeah. uh, to, to get the location right, but. Um, but yeah, so it was still relatively speaking straightforward, I guess. Yeah. But then you had some some post production kind of like work to do, I guess, too, right? In some scenes, we did. Um, 
I mean, there, there's there's things that you just don't consider when <laughs> when you're out there shooting. So so one of the things was was having these uh, these top shots. So there, there's quite a few top shots where uh, sort of people are sort of uh, sort of splayed out, and we wanted to be right on top of uh, on top of the characters. Yeah. And um, but of course you can't just do that with someone getting up a pair of ladders. I mean, you need like a, a proper jib to do it properly because these cameras are insanely heavy and it's incredibly dangerous to, to be holding a camera right above actors' heads. Yeah. So. With all the stuff with the jibs, not only you've got the jib, which is absolutely massive, it then casts shadows all the way around, and so yep. all of those had to be taken out with uh, with, with the post production afterwards. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, there, there was a few there was a few challenges, a few aeroplanes as well. We're we're, we're uh, they, they run a mock in this area. Every ninety seconds, there's an airplane, so it sort of made the sound really hard, um, as well as you know some of the sky scenes. It's like you you know we're having to colour them out later. No, no, it's just, okay, so the, the, the key to your film is is your cast, right? Like the, the girl, yeah. she's in every scene. She's she's like, she she has an arc. Like she basically is the transforms. Like she's a different person or like the perception, I guess, of the audience better. The audience perception of her is different from the first frame from the last frame. She's doing dream sequences. So she's in fantasy, she's in reality. So is her name Hel- Helena? Helena. Helena Antonio. Antonio. So where yeah. did you find where did you find her? So I mean we 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 uh, sent out for casting um into all the usual venues, you know, and there's lots of different casting sites where you can uh, do it. And we had we had some really strong characters. Um, but Helena was actually someone that the, uh, the the producer Cyrus knew beforehand. And he said, look, I think she'd be she'd be right for this. So we kind of added her into the, the mix. And I mean Helena's so strong uh, as an actress. And we actually, we, we'd found Syed, the, uh, the psychiatrist, we found him first. Okay. Um, and we, when we found him, the two of them worked so well together, we brought them in together. And it was such a sort of natural fit. Um, it, was just, it, 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 was, it was blindingly obvious that, that uh, she'd be the best person for the job. And I mean, she's a brilliant actress as well, um, which, is, which is actually quite daunting when, you, when you're directing your first, because you realise anything that doesn't come across as... Uh, as realistic or if the dialogue's not right, that generally tends to be the fault of the uh, of the person who wrote it. So you like kind of it, it adds an extra layer of um, of pressure because she's she's really good. I mean she could she could ad lib for you know like several takes at a time. Um and uh, yeah so we were really thrilled together because uh, it worked really well I think with it. So then another key to your film is your cinematographer. So Nicholas Booth is your cinematographer, correct? Yeah, yeah. So where did you where did you end up working with him? Because he's got a pretty good uh, experience. He's got he's 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 DP'd a lot of films. Yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. He's um he's exactly the sort of DOP that you, you want to be working with because he's so calm at all times. Um, and you have to tune in to the uh, the various nuances when he says something like it's that's not exactly ideal. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Stop what you're doing. It's just like this is no good. Um, but he was always coming up with ideas. Um, he, he's got an incredible eye, uh, as you can see. Um, and, and having someone with that sort of level of experience and professionalism on the set is, I mean, it's invaluable, absolutely invaluable. Um, so did you guys, did you storyboard things with him or did you guys like kind of work on a shot list with them? Yeah, yeah. Everything was storyboarded to the oh, wow. nth okay. the, the degree. 
Um, I mean, there, there was a moment actually during uh, during production where I started to go off piece, telling in a few shots in here and there, but uh, yeah. the producer was on top of it, looking at the timing, saying, "No, <laughs> no, no, let's stick, let's stick to the uh, let's stick to the shot list because everything's so time pressured on these things. You know, you don't have that much time to get through everything you want to do." So where was the where was the psychiatrist office? Where was that locate? Was it did you change a lot in the location? What did you kind of work? How did you work with that that scene? It was uh, yeah, so it was it was a perfect find actually. So me and the producer were hammering all these houses. We we knew where the sort of house that we would find um, would have the right location, right? So he was taking one side of the street, I was taking the other, and we were just knocking on doors saying, "Look, is there anyone who'd be up for it?" And also, you don't want anything too modern as well. So we were trying to get that kind of um, you know red leather chair chair vibe, you know, the kind of the stuff with the, with the big library behind him and all yeah. the rest of it. Um, and we found this we found this one house and it was absolutely perfect i mean th there was still quite a lot of dressing but the core of it in terms of what it looked like was already there um and so the set designers did a great job in adding all the other elements to it but the actual room itself was was already kind of perfect for a, a sort of psychiatrist room and then they had this this beautiful conservatory as well which is why we moved to the conservatory uh, halfway through and when we saw that it's like well we, we've got to use it we've got to incorporate it in so we kind of briefly rewrote part of the script to make sure there's a natural arc for, uh, for using it as well. Gotcha. In the field, like, so the film starts back, like, about her head. She's like, like you said, you're, you're talking about before, like, you're looking down on her, and she's, like, kind of in this cool field. Like, where, where did you find that location? <laughs> that was uh, a, an incredible last-minute find um, from Cyrus, where we, 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 were look, we were looking around, we were trying to get permission for X, Y, and Z, and you found this sort of scrubland um in the middle of nowhere mm. and uh and that's where we took it from and then but then the actual the, the film when she's walking through and there's sort of very high grasses that are sort of moving past her that's part of the actual um the derelict house which is naturally like that okay. um, and so as soon as we uh, uh we saw that it's like okay well, there's, there's so much sort of artistic potential with this this kind of uh, yeah it's cool it's like a cool like yeah. uh, visual like she has like the movie starts with this kind of interesting grin on she has this interesting face facial kind of expression yeah. right where it's like yeah you don't know where the context is for that and then all of a sudden if you're paying attention you can kind of see the twist coming i guess right i guess that's sort of the point yeah yes yeah, so that's a really hard one as well to judge because it's i mean in, in every sort of element of it when you're um, right the way through from shooting all the way through to the to, to editing yeah you're trying to work out how much information do you do you give away versus you know laying course, it on yeah it's that line bounce it out yeah you're figuring that out in editing i guess right about like how much you can reveal and, and etc so but yeah. your, your direction is interesting because it's like it's it's fantastic because it's like you're, you're not moving the camera that often it's like only when you do it's like it's kind of subtle and uh and it's sort of like you got some especially in the dream sequence you got some shaky camera but uh other than that like the psychiatrist's office is very much on the tripod i guess right Doing that's right shots, yeah. master shots etc yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, is I mean, some of that is to do with constraints. Um, so when we originally looked at it, we were like, okay, we're going to move here and here and here. It's yeah. going to do, and, and and it depends on a whole variety of things. And then the the, the better the quality of camera and the the nicer the lens is, the heavier the whole thing becomes. And then then you have like the extra equipment, so you have to have steady cam for that and the rest of it. So we did bring in a steady cam, but we we used it sparingly, um, and then. I mean, the, 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 and the main use of that was actually, well, obviously, you've seen it outside, the very sort of smooth shots outside, that's all steady cam. Yeah. Um, 
but also we need to do the top shot inside the house and there's not enough room in the ceilings to, to gotcha. get up high so you've got to get a steady cam guy he's got on full extension Gotcha. Uh, oh, I was curious how you did that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it was said, and it's, I think it's probably the physically the hardest thing you can possibly do. So it's, it's, it's out at full extension. He's got to sort of brace himself and hold it while it <laughs> holds still. And then you do a few shots of that. And uh, yeah, it was, um, it was tough work for him. So where did you find the abandoned house? Like, where was that? It was through, again, Cyrus and his uh, magnificent... So it seems like uh, Cyrus uh, is the man, right? Like he's, he, he, yeah. he is. It's like, so, um, you know, the, the, the reason why it went smoothly is is because of him. I mean, I, I wouldn't... Uh, uh, him and Cindy. I mean, the, the, the pair of them both worked uh, sort of tirelessly throughout. Uh, and Lewis as well. Um, Louis as well. So where do you um, know? Where do you know Cyrus from? I, um, I met him through the editor. So I found... Um, not the current editor actually, so we had to change editors only because he was he was overworked. So he introduced me to one of his workmates, um, Stephen Walton, uh, who did a brilliant job. Um, but yeah, through him because I, I I was I was struggling. I was thinking, well, I have to produce this myself. This is going to be this is going to be hard work. And uh, so he introduced me to to Cyrus, and uh, I was just like, yeah, okay, this this is going to work. Cyrus seems like a busy guy. Well, according to his IMDb, <laughs> he's a, he seems. Have, like- you, have you seen? The number of shorts that he's done, yeah, it's phenomenal. He's like the the, the UK short guy, I guess, right? Like, I think I think he is he's now. He, he's only done uh, a handful when when we were shooting this together. But then since the over the pandemic, he kind oh, of, so he's a peak. He jumped on the wave, the pandemic wave, I guess, right? He absolutely did, and and also I think he started um, stepping back a little bit more. So he was, you know, very hands on. For, uh, the whole of magnetic but then obviously the number of projects he's doing now i think he's a little more hands-off and uh, gotcha. so you it seems so it seems like like you have like a really established uh act two really established actors a really established dp a really established producer so you're the guy like you're driving the ship but you're the lead that it happens a lot where you're the least experienced <laughs> person on set trust Thanks me for pointing that out, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's absolutely right um, yeah, I think that's, that's completely fair to say. And uh, so every single one of the departments were really sort of specialised and skilled in their field, as you can see. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, with, with a lot of short films, you'll, you'll notice like one area that, that, that's maybe not up to par. Yeah. Um, but what I was really pleased with this is it's like, well, look, all of the things, all the jobs that the, all the other um, cast and crew were doing, yeah. you know, I couldn't have asked for any more in, in any single respect. Um, I love the location change because when with the the psychiatrist and her, where you go to like kind of like a kind of a kitchen setting and you have the background of the like it's like because you could have gone back to the same location, but it's like it's kind of an interesting kind of jump, right? Because usually, like I don't, I don't know if you had therapy before, where it's like you're you you kind of generally stay in the same office for years, I guess, right? You never kind of yeah, like yeah. leave that office. But this is in this, in this case, you kind of like jumped it. You kind of like you kind of you kind of make you kind of change it up a little bit, I guess, right? Well, it, and it's, it's exactly right. But it was because it's because the conservatory was so beautiful. Yeah, we went in there and there was all these sort of hanging plants and, <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, and I was like, well, we could just put stick a line in the script, you know, give, giving a reason for the move as well. Yeah, um, and I was just like, okay, this this makes perfect sense and adds a bit more sort of texture and uh, and, and variety to it. Yeah, and there was always going to be a kitchen part of it, but the um, yeah, the, the conservatory was like, and it, and it kind of ties in nicely with the outdoor, uh, 
dream scenes as well. No, because it, but it jumps. It makes the audience kind of figure out, okay, what's what's happening here. You kind of change the setting of the two two people, I guess, right? And it's like it's like what's yeah. what's going on. It's like there's something about. I, I of course it's. I'm not going to give away anything away, but the, basically, I felt like what's going on with this 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 shrink here? It's like there's something up here. But that was just like my yeah. instinct. Cause I see a lot of films, obviously, right? So it's yeah, like, yeah, sure. What's going sure. on here? Like what's like something? Yeah. But I'm but I'm like but then you're just as an audience, you're just into the film. That's why the twist happens, it shocks you because you're into the to the journey, her journey, I guess, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it it comes at the halfway point as well. So it's just something over as, as the shift gradually starts up and the balance yeah. of power changes between the two of them. Um, so yeah, no, the location worked, worked great. So what did you think about the, our audience, uh, our North American audience, talking about your film? No, oh, they're brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just saying they're brilliant because they were so full of praise. Yeah, <laughs> that definitely helped. But I I think what was um. What was really nice about it is that they they covered all different departments in some form or other. Um, I was going through it. It's just like yeah, everything from the set design to the sound to the score to the um, to the wardrobe to the, the DOP and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I think that was what was really nice about it because you know they, they, these things don't happen um, just because of one person. They happen because of every single person who's there there throughout the entire process. Um, and there's so many things which are fairly invisible in, in the production of, of, of film and so many people that you know obviously they, get, they have a name on the credits but you don't really sort of people don't necessarily pick up on the individual elements and what was really good about that feedback is is that he covered every everything um which uh, i think was really really nice to hear so they were sort of well informed uh, uh there people who obviously watched a lot of film um yeah. and uh, and had thought hard about you know the different elements and how they had it come together no, it's a really cool film. It's real. Obviously, the production value is high. That everything's like works on its level. It's like, but I'm sure editing, kind of finessing, making sure that everything kind of like worked, and you're not kind of revealing too much and too little. I guess right. Unless it must must have taken some time in the editing room to kind of like finesse. Yeah. It, some time is the understatement there. It took okay. a phenomenal amount of time. So, <laughs> so we we, we did the, uh, um, the the rough cut first. And it was exactly as per the script. And it was probably about five minutes longer um, than it is at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and you have that thing when you see a rough cut. It's sort of that vague, sick feeling of just like, oh, no, this isn't sure. good yeah. as it stands. And so it's um, my, my main thing was really making sure the story was understandable first and then cutting it down um, and then sort of finessing and getting as much feedback as possible as well, um, which was really, really important. But I wanted to make sure the story was fully understandable first. There's a few things where I was just like, okay, we haven't covered that that easily. So um, there's a few things we had to add in, a couple of bits of voiceover as well. Yeah. Got that bit straight first. And then it was a gradual sort of multiple process of not only shortening it, but um, but making it look better and, you know, choosing to use flashbacks in the right the right sort of form and what have you. Um, but Steve did a, a magnificent job. Um, he's the most, the most patient man <laughs> alive. Um, considering how long we had to uh, spend doing it, but um, I'm pretty confident now. We used every, every single shot in the end, in some yeah. form or other. Um, so yeah, really, really pleased with that, how it came out. Yeah, it's really, it's a really cool film. So I hope it's serving you well, and I mean, uh, it's like doing well in the festival circuit so far because it's a really dynamic yeah. film, and uh, it's like it's it's a it's a very unique short in, in that regard because it has that kind of kind of like a feature template, but it still is a short, if that makes any sense to you. Like yeah. It, 
you don't see many twists and turns movies like this uh, in the short realm. So it's like you, your movie stands out in a good way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So, so do you got the bug or are you going to direct another film? We will see. We will see. I mean, I mean at, the, at the very least, I've, I've been writing as well. Um, so I'm going to come to the same, that same crunch point again. Uh, hopefully it will be a little bit easier to get directors to take on my stuff with, with this behind me as well. Gotcha. Um, but if that doesn't happen, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll direct as well. So um, I'm, o- I'm open to both, to be honest. It's, uh, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was a great experience. Um, I would definitely do it again. Um, but as, you know, it takes up a lot of time as well, right? Yeah, so, 100%. Um, so yeah, we'll, we we will see, but there'll be something, albeit my, albeit a script or script and direction. As well, All right. Well, let's talk again when that when that occurs then, and because I think you're thank all- you. So it's a great film. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it, and thanks for your thanks for your time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbeck, and Corporal.